All right, welcome to Old School Jenkins. Ben with you guys. Um, brought to you by shoptyt.com. You got it. Okay. So, Ben. So, something yes. just real quick about the theme song, just for the first time. And I've heard that song maybe a thousand times, right? Mm -hmm. The Decepticon. So that was yep, it. Right? Yep. Um, <laughs> he's not an actor, an extra, <laughs> right? Okay. Uh -huh. He had an idea a talk show. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Because I don't think they're kidding about that one. No, no, they say he is an actor, an extra. Okay. They don't know that I wasn't really an actor or an extra. My main thing was trying to be a talk right, show host. Right. Because they saw the, the story I told about being on contact. I got, I got you. So, so it, it doesn't matter. I'm just getting into it. I don't care. I, only, I just like, he had an idea. A talk show. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got an idea for a TV show. Everybody, yeah, we're doing It's a talk show. It's mostly talking. It's me talking. And then I guess maybe sometimes there's some other people. When do we start? <laughs> But by the way, that's kind of what we did. No, no, I got it. I got it. It's just, it's not, it wasn't a great idea. Yeah. No, but uh, so sometimes the way that I framed it in trying to pitch it, whenever we were trying to pitch it, and whatever those pitches were, they were largely unsuccessful. Um, was like Seinfeld's a show about nothing. We were a show about everything. Right. So now they're referring to the original Young Turk, and and right, that was the, the public access right, show. Yeah, there, I didn't need a pretense. I didn't need uh, any. Uh, yeah, you just needed to show up. Yeah, because right. I wasn't pitching it to anybody. I was just doing it. Right. Right. Uh, and later, I would try to get it on TV, which was largely a spectacular failure for a long time until I got an MSNBC. But again, through the Young Turks audience, etc. But when we started the show, it's not like we had a great idea. No. We were just like, we'll start a talk show. No, it's just funny to be like, <laughs> he had a, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out on this. What we're gonna do is a talk show. Yeah, <laughs> I got an idea. Hmm. We play a game. <laughs> what kind of game? I don't know. It's just a game. I don't know. I don't just, know. A game. just a game. Oh, it's so an idea, though. People so, like games. So I don't want to throw. It. So uh, two things have happened, which made me feel uh, very not so much old, but uh, disconnected from uh, the movement. And by the movement, I just mean young people living their lives. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. And there are times not a conventional definition of the movement, but yeah, yes. Uh, Right, anybody could be in this movement, right? Okay. Right, I mean, not Jacob Wall, but anybody else could be in uh, this yeah. movement. Okay. Uh -huh. um, and uh, so I came in, and three of the guys who work here, I don't know, Larry, Martin, and probably Jaden, they're sitting around at the mm -hmm. break room. Yeah, there's talking. no people that work here with any of those names. <laughs> well, yes. I, uh, and they're talking about uh, what time they have to get up in the morning or something yeah. like that and get to work. And I don't uh -huh. know, it's, it's like a terrible conversation, whatever it is, right? Okay. I'm coming right yeah. in the middle of them trying to make tea. And, um, but they are, it's just, a, and I don't know if whether, it's, whether it's just age or whether it's kids, right? Uh -huh. And you know, I love, like one guy said, he, I think it was uh, uh, Jaden said that he had to, to you know, get up at uh, like 7.30 to get traffic. And I like traffic stories, as we've uh -huh. talked about oh, before. Yeah, yeah. I like how to get I there. I thought for a second you were going to say, you know, I like kids. And I was like, do I? <laughs> okay, <laughs> traffic stories, I know you like, yes. But, but their, their, their conversation was about how late they can sleep, right? And it uh -huh. goes to, and, and I normally, uh, I just, I felt lost in that conversation. Like I, I cannot go back to sleep. When it's if I wake up and it's light, it's over. Yeah. Those days are over. Those days, that was if you had to woke up to pee at seven oh six, you get back in bed, you sleep till ten thirty. What's yeah. the big deal? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't know whether it's having kids or getting old. I think it's more getting old. Like kids are a, a obvious factor of why you have to get up. But I think I wouldn't be able to anyway. 
Yeah, no, and it, of course it varies by person because we're, we're of course very similar age. But um, no, the other day, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, it was the weekend and I had gone to bed a little late and uh, and I got up at seven because by like I'm, it might have been a little before seven because I normally get up six, six thirty, five thirty, whatever, right? And so I woke up. It's let's say six fifty, right? And I went back to sleep. No, that's good. That's good. And and, and I'll and I'll be honest with you, Ben. I slept another two hours. Oh wow. Well, that's that's. I haven't. I mean, I got up today at like eight fifty three, and that felt shocking to me. Now I've been sick, and I took some medicine, but other things are happening that I thought would be more momentous, because I still like to stay up late, and I still sort of work best late, mm-hmm. right? Like my creative brain, whatever. That's sort of yeah. it goes into action frequently like after 9, 30, 10 o'clock, right? So mm-hmm. I can do some work from 10 to 1 sometimes. And, but I've been getting into bed at like 9.42 sometimes with my wife. No, that's a bigger sign of being old, and I'm, I'm right there with yeah. your brother. And I feel like somebody should have told me before I just started doing it. And then you realize, like yesterday, again, I'm sick, so you can pass it off. But I mean, I got into bed at 9.42, and it didn't feel weird. And I wasn't like, this is a temporary getting into bed to sort of be with my wife for a minute before she falls asleep. I'm like... No, I'm I'm in bed. Uh-huh. And then we put on a movie I have to watch for work. And by 9.54, I fell asleep. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, you know? Yeah, you're old. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And yep. then I woke up, and then I had into medicine, whatever, and I was up at midnight. But I was still in bed that whole time and then slept. Yeah. So, uh, but somebody should, that's, like, that's a that's momentous. That's bigger than getting Social Security. Like, <laughs> like it's a obviously. big, it's a big, like, somebody should tell you, you're going to start getting into bed, and the first number is going to be a nine. And it's gonna feel fine. Yeah. You know, that would have bummed me out so much yeah, to hear I, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago. No, it bums me out today. Yeah, right. But I mean, but I mean now it yeah, it bums me out, but it's here. But like if somebody said it 10 years ago, I've been like, no, nah, I don't I don't think so. 942 at night? Like I'd be more likely to have been up at 942 in the morning and then go to bed than to yeah. go to sleep at 942 at night. So I obviously a ton of things to say about this because this is an important topic that America needs to know about. Later, we might get to the Michael Cohen hearings. Okay, so um, uh, look, first of all, uh, we lead parallel lives because last night I uh, started my motions to get into bed around 9.45. Yeah. Okay, and I think I was asleep by 10.05, mm-hmm. okay? Now, I had to get up early for the Michael Cohen hearings, but I have to get up early every day anyway. So it's that's not really the, the driving factor, and so, yeah, that's and and to me that's deeply depressing. Yeah, yeah. And, and now I get too tired at night. Where my creative brain? As yeah, right. You called it, I, I think is, I think my creative brain must be. It, it does not big deal. You, I could tap it, but it won't matter. You're too tired. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if I wake up at let's say five thirty in the morning and mm-hmm. I have my coffee, I'm like, okay, the kids are asleep, everybody's asleep. Uh, I I, can, I could pound out two hours of excellent work here. Mm. Like I will, I will knock off like twelve things from my to-do list before you know what hits you. Let me tell you why I want to kill my wife. This relates is that is that two 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 right um, uh, is that I, I, unlike you, like I get into bed, I fall asleep at nine nine forty two, I fall asleep at nine fifty four, and we're watching a movie, and I'm I mean I'm out because sometimes when I wake up and the movie's still going on, like thirty eight minutes have gone by. I got no. The, I, I I reviewed the with old what the flick show breakfast all day. We're doing a, a true detective. Mm-hmm. And I, and we sat for this to to do True Detective episode seven. We'll do the final episode this week. And I I didn't 
I read it, they said, I was reading the synapse, a synopsis of it, synapse, a synopsis of it before we did it, and they were like, hey, Ben, you want to tell everybody about True Detective? And I was like, I'm reading the synopsis. No, I don't, because I don't recall any of these things. And it turned out I'd fallen asleep with like 36 minutes left. And so I couldn't really give you an effective. And you didn't even know. I didn't know. That's even weirder. Right, that's even worse. So, and the, but the good news was I, I was able to watch. It was quite good. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, so because I can't, I'll fall asleep at 9.42 and stay asleep for 38 minutes and then wake up sort of. And, but then I turn everything off and I'm up. Like I cannot go back to sleep. I can fall asleep with the TV on and the light on. But then when it's quiet and dark, then my mind goes to work and I can't sleep. So I'm very yeah. envious of your ability. And she keeps saying, you need to go in the, take the UCLA sleep clinic. And they'll help you figure out what you're, you know. And every time she says that, I, I just want to kill her. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah, I knew that that was your. help and, you know. Right. right you're, worried about me, loves me, yeah. Yeah. Buckler. Well, that, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I right, mean, yeah, can right. I get an amen, <laughs> right? right? <yeah>. Somebody <laughs> trying to help you. I mean, right. what the is that about <laughs> okay <laughs> jesus now i see what you're talking about right yeah no but i that's where we do separate and i am uh incredibly appreciative i i, I understand uh my my gift yeah <laughs> and that i've been blessed uh by my lord and savior or whoever uh and no like when i got up after sleeping two more hours you know uh, on the weekend my first thing that i did you know me was yeah, of course, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. yes, right? And to Like this you just kicked a field goal to go up nine with 45 seconds to play. Yeah, right. it's yeah, over. It's over. It's, it's over. over. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's over. Okay. <laughs> and uh, no, one of my finest memories, one of my finest moments in my life, <clears throat> and I still remember it is that when you and I did the show for uh, this young, the Young Turks uh, in the middle of the night for Air America because we were the morning drive on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So that was three to six in the morning in LA that we did the show. Is that right, three to six? Yeah. Oof. Yeah, man. We. I don't remember how I arranged that sleeping. I think I slept, I think we, we double slept. Yeah, I mean, like look. Like 10 to two and then some yeah. late, yeah. And that was harder for you than it was for me. Yeah. And, uh, and were we American heroes for being able to do a show three to six in the morning? I don't know. Our heroes don't talk about themselves like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Am I? Uh, 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 I'm a nice guy. Michael Cohen kept saying. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't think you're supposed to say that about yourself. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, my favorite part of the Michael Cohen. I mean, there's so many great parts, but one of my favorites was when he kept saying the things that he does, but he's not. Right. He's like, I, you know, I, I, I kneecap people, but I'm not a kneecapper. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I missed that. That's great. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I plumb, but I'm not a plumber. <laughs> right. It's like I fix, but I'm not a fixer. Well, I see. Yeah. I see that when I actually am a fixer. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. but still, you see what I'm saying. Anyway, so when we were doing the show at that time, one time I fell asleep and forgot to set the alarm. And and and, and Wendy, who I was going out with at the time, but had not yet married. Had done me the one of the most incredible solids of all time. Blackout curtains in my room. Oh yeah, okay. That's another. That, that would help, no question. Now, yeah. Yeah, and of course, on my own, I would have never been able to do that. No. And by the way, now that we're married, she doesn't like this, so we have incredibly light curtains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lee lied. She told me they were blackout curtains. They're not. They're not. I know blackout curtains. <laughs> they make it black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, but Wendy had done that back in the day. Uh, uh, and and so I accidentally slept th 
13 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was, when I got up, I was discombobulated. Like, I was yeah. like, wait, is it, especially because back then you're like, you get up in the middle of the day, day yeah, right? Yeah. And then it was at night. It was the middle of the night. And I'm like, is it the right, night? You expected or the to get up at three in the, the afternoon, all of a sudden it's 8 30, and you don't even know whether it's 8 30 in the morning, 8 30 or at night. Yeah. I can't, I'm like, and it's blacked out, and there's this <laughs> time that makes no sense at all in the clock. <laughs> the alarm didn't go off. And I'm like, what happened, right? <laughs> and it turns out there was like 20 minutes left of showtime, and I live about 18 minutes away from yeah. the studio at the time, yeah. right? And so, uh, I mean, I barely made it. I didn't prepare that day. Uh, I'm sure you remember. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I remember that as thank yeah. God. Lee tells like, me. Lee tells me it doesn't get better than sleeping. Lee tells hours. me there was like one day early in our relationship, like five years ago or something, or, 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 or that's shortly after we got married. Maybe it's a little earlier. But we uh, where I like went to bed at 11:30 and slept till eight, like eight and a half hours. Not not thirteen, just a mm. normal night's sleep. I probably only got up one. I would have had to have gotten up once to pee, but whatever. I got up, I come back, go sleep, and slept through. And and she says, you know, you kept saying all day. You were like, this is unbelievable. Yeah, like you just feel. And I, I'm not. It's not a feeling I'm I'm used to. No, no, absolutely right. I'm about to tell you the most amazing thing. It's so amazing you're not going to believe it, but it's true. Um, so I'll get to that in a second. But um, yeah, if I sleep eight hours now, and I. And I get up in the morning and I have a solid cup of coffee, top of the world. Really? Like, man, I slept eight hours and I, and, and I was not woken by an alarm clock and I had a cup of coffee. My brain's going like, yes, yes. It's like, right? And you know, I'm generally a yes kind of guy, but at that point, I'm peak yes at that point. <laughs> yes. Okay. And and I swear to God, when I get down, whatever, I think of that thirteen magical thirteen hour day that I. And you can't sleep thirteen hours every day; you'll be a mess. If I never prepared the show, we never would have come this far, et cetera, et cetera. But right, having did, done it once, you did it four times a year, once oh, a season. I should you know, have. I uh, should have. The uh, so let me just tell you the other reason I felt old uh, is that I guess it's game night here at uh, TYT. Oh, is that what's happening in the new room? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you know, Phyllis and Daryl and uh, <laughs> Larry and Michelina and uh, well, I don't know if Larry's involved in this, but anyway, and John Idarola, they're all in there. Oh yeah, you know, John is. You're covering up your mic. You know, John. Uh, I call him the uh, king of the dorks because mm -hmm. whenever it's game night, John is leading the proceedings. He's, yeah. he's a bit of a dungeon master, if you will, right? Uh, yeah, you knew he'd be there, and he he definitely he's right there. Oh, and you know, John gets down a lot because he's super. Depressed about the Trump uh, era, right? right? And and that truth doesn't matter anymore. Nothing right. matters. And that's John is all about facts, John's, logic. John's truth. big picture set. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, so am I. I, yeah. I respect that. Yeah, but that all washes away when game night at TYT starts. So they're because he's le and you could see it. He's glowing. Like you'll walk into the room and there'll be a glow around him, and he's like, "I am John Irola." King of the Dorks. Yeah, so right? so in the earlier great conversation about what time they wake up, Milton came over in the middle of that conversation. He had been playing the game, and he was of like, course. "Yeah, we're playing the superhero game." And of course, you are. And he's like, he's like, ah, it's superheroes. You all get up and get the villain, and right. I couldn't even understand it after that. But yeah. I went in there, and there's like ten of them in there, right? There's a bunch of them in there. Yeah, uh, boys, girls, you know, they're all. Yeah. It's nice, right? And then they started playing. 
And they asked, hey, Ben, do you want to play? And I go, no. And they're like, oh, you, what are you, too cool? And I'm like, no, no, I just, I can't, well, one, I have to do a show. I like, you know, yeah. I love games. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you keep score, whether it involves being athletic or not, I'm in. Like, yeah. I love keeping score. Oh, no question. Give me a winner and a loser. I don't care if I'm a loser, but I love a score. Oh, I love games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you too. Right. So we, we shared that. Well, again, we, we had so much in common. That's why we became friends. And so I, and they started playing this game. There are no rules to this game. I mean, there's nothing at all. It's like John Candy in uh, Stripes. Where uh -huh. he's like, oh, no, you see, let me see your hand. Oh, no, see, you have, a, you have two tens, but I have, I have three jacks, and three jacks is better than two tens, except he lied about it. He's like, oh, you have two tens, but I have a jack and a queen. And that, those are better than a 10, so I would, if we'd been playing in France, you would have won, but we're German, so, you know. <laughs> you actually sounded a tiny bit like John Candy uh, when you did uh, that, so he, nice it's, job. It's a, it's a great scene. But, and they're like, you know, they're just throwing stuff down, and, and, and one of the guys, uh, uh, Merle, is just uh, <laughs> uh, turning over cards, and he's like, oh, green, and they'll throw in green, and they're like, oh, it's a, and then and they're all talking to themselves, and John at one point goes, oh, I'm gonna use my superpower. Like, it, they're just throwing cards in. They're like, oh, 14, 18, uh, it's a red, it's a blue, we need two blues. And then John goes, oh, I got a red. And then, and, then, and, then, and then Milton comes in and he says, oh, I got two reds. And he gives John back his red. Like, he already put, put it down. What kind of game allows you to take it back? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, Vivian, she comes in with the tattoos and she's like, She's like, oh, everybody give me your cards. And they're like, oh, you're the villain. You know, and then they all give her cards. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you the funniest part of this story is that I, of course, didn't believe you. I believe there are actual rules, it's not anarchy. I don't I think don't that know. they would. But until you said Mildred or whoever came in with the tattoos yeah. and said, you give me all your cards because I'm the villain, I instantly believed you. Yeah, no, and then they all gave her the cards. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's right. It's anarchy in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it's just, it doesn't make any difference. What yeah. difference did it make that John played the red three hands ago if Vivian was going to take all the cards? Yeah, he got it. He played it and he gave it back. The other guy gave it, had a double. Oh, you hear he take it. Okay, great. Thanks, man. And at one point, they're like, they're like, oh, give everybody give up two cards. And they're like, from your hand or from your pile? <laughs> hand and a pile. What does that matter? What, is, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I like how this young multiracial staff turned into a, uh, an older Jewish crowd with Milton, <laughs> Merle, <Yeah>. Larry. <laughs> right. Merle, I saw as a woman, for oh, whatever it's worth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but just, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I, I don't a Jaden, because there's always a Jaden. There's now. always a Jaden, yeah. always, especially for the younger crowd. Not a lot of Jadens in the older senior citizen centers <laughs> yeah, in South right. Florida. That's right. Um, so, okay, I haven't gotten to my amazing story yet. So no, the amazing okay. story regarding sleep is a friend of mine, Bora, I'll name him, <laughs> slept 36 hours straight. With like without waking up at all? No, it, it, his wife would come in every once in a while like, are you, are you gonna get up at all? Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, leave me alone, woman. Right, that, okay. that, sounds, that sounds like more, yeah. Okay. Let's say he didn't say that, right. okay. But no, no, he just kept on sleeping. And it was real sleep though. Mm -hmm. it was, but he'd get up to use the restroom, right? I imagine, right. But, but so it's not like, no, it was like coma. It right. wasn't a coma, but it was real sleep. Yeah, like for he slept 36 hours of which he was up 11 minutes of those 36 hours or something total, you know, some, in, uh, maybe if less, that. If yeah. That, yeah. So, but let's do the math on that because it's still confounding to me. If you went to bed at eight o'clock at night, you'd go all the way around to eight, Maybe and then you'd go back to eight a.m. 
So you'd have slept right, you through would, You would just miss an entire day. It's actually, like, if you did that, you'd, like, sort of be ready to have a day. It's just that it would be Friday and not Thursday. Yeah, it's actually not, like, you don't wake up at a weird time. You wake up at the right time, right? but, like, 36 hours later, a day later. Yeah, so, and he's, now I remember it. He said, yeah, Saturday, 8 a.m., he was feeling real tired, 8 p.m., he was feeling real tired. And let me just put my head down for a second. And then by the time he fully wakes up, it's Monday, 8 a.m., and he has to go to work. He was probably sick, you know, a little, you know. Right? Yeah, you it's had to be something. Yeah, something, and you, because uh, you do, you're, you know, and that's, that does make you better, and he probably felt great. Could you imagine sleeping 36 hours? Yeah, I would be, I would, I would, I would never stop talking about it. Like, <laughs> like, like it would be like nine months later, I'd be like, I'm still feeling it. They'd be like, yeah, I know, you slept 36 hours. We, we, we already, we know the story. Yeah. Milton be like, I got a red card. He'd be like, yes, but on the other hand, I was slept 36 hours. Uh, Milton, by the way, is the least Milton-y person ever. The guy who I cast is Milton. Oh, so, oh in your yeah. head, because My head, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> okay. I don't know everybody's name, but I know Milton's name. Okay. <laughs> So um, once my my dad, I I was gonna preface it with at some point I would have told a story in an old school or in the old show or in post game, but I, that's it, it applies to eighty percent of my story. So let's just move on, right? So uh, a similar story. My dad uh, hires one of his best friend's kids to work with him. Now he's not a kid anymore; he's an adult. Uh, work with him at his uh, building, and and the guy is basically doing. The you know um, construction etc. And he's leading that group a little bit. And he's a really relaxed dude, and he loves to sleep too. And he's so relaxed, like he consistently sleeps twelve uh, hours, like no issue at all, mm-hmm. all the way through his adulthood. Okay. And if you knew him and you saw him, you'd be like, yeah, that's the guy who sleeps twelve hours. Yeah, he just he looks yeah. he looks the he looks yeah. the part. He looks like he's he almost ready to go to sleep right now at any time that you see him. All right. Ironically, though, he loved Kiss. The band kiss. The band kiss, yeah. and he's like, ah, nah, 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 nah. I gotta go to sleep though. I find that to be a a real sign of a character flaw in somebody. Even though I like a lot of Kiss songs, uh huh. You can like Kiss songs, but you can't like Kiss. You can even like members of Kiss. Yeah. As long as they're not Gene Simmons, but you cannot like Kiss. Yeah. Well, that's an obvious that's a, rule. Uh, yeah, it's an obvious. And, <laughs> and you know, Ben, I know you so well and your rules so well that sometimes, uh, oftentimes, I'll be going through the world and I'll run into something. <laughs> and I'll be like. Ben would find that unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he he slept 24 hours uh, one time. It was a weekend. Nothing wrong with it. You could do whatever you want. But my dad, you know, is a panicky oh, yeah, guy right. to be, begin with. And in Turkish, there's this word called emanit, and it means your responsibility. So if he's he since he's staying with us too, and my dad is responsible for his friend's kid, etc. And he's like, that's it. The kid's dead. It's my fault. He died. He obviously died. He just thought he died because he hadn't heard from him. Yeah, and no, no, he's no, he knows he's sleeping, but he's like, but nobody can sleep for twenty four hours, so he obviously passed away eleven hours ago. Right, yeah, we, right. we, we lost him. Yeah. I'm sure your dad felt some responsibility. Yeah, and so he's trying to figure out what he's going to do about the funeral. And stuff. Okay, and so, but finally, he just can't contain himself anymore, and so he just bursts into the room, which is and. He's like, shut up, are you okay? And he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you have been asleep for 24 hours. He's like, 
Why'd you wake me? <laughs> yeah. I was on a roll. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine what that would feel like. People do it in movies and I never quite believe it. And it's like after they've been shot and they've got gangrene set in and they have like sepsis, you know, and the nurse yeah. is with them and it's, you know, they think are they gonna die or are they gonna eventually wake up? But until one of those things happens, you just don't know. They're, you know, and like this incredibly pretty woman who like is, wears makeup 24 hours a day, she's patting down his forehead, yeah. you know, all of a sudden yeah. you see his little dreams. Mary. You know, he's painting yeah. in and out, right? And then all Middle of a sudden, scene, they no. cut to a scene. The next scene, you know, is either like informing some small child that their father has died, or like they're at breakfast and the door opens and they're like, Milton, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, How long have I been out? And they're like, Five days, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I never believe that. Yeah, yeah even yeah. with sepsis. Yeah, even with sepsis. But I yeah. have friends who might have the sepsis. Gene, right, sure. Like it's built into them. Um, so now, but it, that leads to another funny story about my dad. Uh, so my dad had this rule. He's a tough boss. Now the people that worked for him uh, that survived <laughs> sounds a little more macabre, but yes, the people that, who worked for your dad who lived, who survived, who survived the process. Oh, I okay. got you. Um, loved him, uh, and that—that's not an exaggeration. It's not because he's my dad. I. 20 years later, we'd run into them in, in, in the street and they'd just come up and hug my dad. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any trouble believing that. Yeah, and so he was tough, but very fair and very decent, okay? But first was the toughness, okay? Old school immigrant mentality, and remember, he's an olive farmer, he's got a, and so he has no time for anyone who's not overworking at all times, okay? So he had a rule, uh, if I catch you, you know, Goofing off, or you know, just laying around, or whatever, right? Not working hard once. Well, that's anybody that could happen to anybody, right? And you'll like this because you know, you know, three strikes is just because of baseball. Right, it's random. Random, and mm -hmm. you talk about that all the time. It could be two, it could be four. Well, my dad believed in two strikes. Mm -hmm. Sure, okay, because right. he didn't understand baseball. <laughs> right. Didn't care for it. Right, didn't right. Right, there was there was no baseball in southeastern Turkey. Right, okay, so. He's like, two strikes. If I catch you one time, you're goofing off, that's okay, it happens. Mm -hmm. Catch you twice, fired, we're done with it. <laughs> right, right, okay. wow, Well, yeah. jury's in, jury's in, okay? Yeah. So <laughs> not only everybody that worked for him, but like when I went to go work for him, and my friends did, and my brother-in-law did. Okay, my brother-in-law wasn't even working for him, we'll get to him in a sec. But we'd all, always up pins and needles, like, wait, if I sit down for a second and it's my Coffee break or whatever, and right? And dad comes in. And my dad comes in, he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> right? And my dad would not walk in, he'd burst in. Right, sure, burst, right. door swings open. Right? Yeah, like, always like, hey guys, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you would think you could hear your dad coming though, I don't imagine he had a light step. Yeah, that's true, but he would sneak up on us, I don't know, yeah, mm -hmm. that was, uh, it's a good point, I don't know why we couldn't, but every time. He had a stealth quality, an yeah. unexpected stealth quality. But that burst was like, they were like, you know the guys that go like, the guys who bust down your door like, one, two, three, boom, right, and the door flies off or whatever. Pops, you mean. Yeah, those yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like the DEA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My dad was the DEA. Right, I mean, yeah. he'd open that door like, hey guys! Right. You're like, oh, I'm sick there. Okay, I'm caught. You always saw it. It doesn't matter. You could have been in the middle of hammering something, like working hard. You're sweating. So I'm like, I'm caught. You got me. You got me. Right. And to this day, I have tremors over it. Yeah, I, I'm here. It's a tense story. Just to, and and I get how everybody'd love your dad and be afraid of your dad because then once you once you've survived, once you're done with him, then you don't have to be afraid of him anymore, right? And so yeah. you survived the fear. 
No, but you remember, so there's the wonderful story about my dad that, um, so he, he's that tough, but at the same time, uh, it, one of his workers uh, lost his glasses, and it was totally his fault. He had drinking issues. He's a super good guy. I worked with him. Wonderful guy, but you know he had he had weaknesses, right? And it was totally his fault. And I thought my dad was going to be tough on him. I happened to be outside the office, and my dad didn't know that, and that guy didn't know that. And um, and he and he said, "Dogan, I lost the glasses or broke the glasses, whatever, and I need new glasses." He's like, "How much?" He's like, $400. And at the time, which is the 1980s, I'm like, Jesus, $400, right? right? And uh, it's like, I need, he needed glasses and 36 glasses of beer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I yeah. don't know, right? Yeah. And that's another thing. I was right. like, 400 really, right? right? And uh, and I thought for sure my dad was going to say no. And he's like, okay, I write your check, go get glasses, right. okay? And I was like, and I went into the office afterwards. And I was like, Dad, what, why, was that? what was that about, right? Yeah, why did you give him the $400? He can't see. Right. That's it, right? Okay, it's both decent and sure logic, right? right. Like I, he works for me. Okay, he's useless he, if he can't see, and he can't see. I need him to be able to see. I know it's his fault, but he's a good worker. I already burst in seventy-eight times on him, right? Right, right, right. right. And, and he's he's a hard worker. It's okay, right? Right. As long as you are a hard worker, everything was okay, right? Yeah. So that's why they loved him, and uh, and so, uh, but my brother-in-law. Was not working for him. He went, but he, my dad at the time owned and managed a big office building in Eatontown, uh, New Jersey. So obviously we were rich. Um, <laughs> now Eatontown, New Jersey, not very glamorous, but anyway. But it was a nice. It, he turned it into a nice building. Um, I so there was office space that was available. My brother-in-law was like, "Hey, instead of me working on my PhD at." At the house, why don't I go into the office? It'll seem like, hey, I'm at work and I'll get more done and stuff. And my dad would do the DAA trick on him. And he'd be like, man, how are you doing? <laughs> my brother-in-law, you would like this part of him big time, right? Mm -hmm. Very relaxed dude. Sometimes he put his feet up on the desk. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because he's thinking about what he's gonna write for his thesis. Sure, you gotta think. Yeah, you gotta think. You just write a thesis. I mean, that's part of being right. a, getting a PhD. What, what, are you gonna do it without thinking? Right, right. Yeah. That's the thinking is in the, mm -hmm. is at the core of the PhD. That's right, yeah. Okay. And he said, it's just like me. He still has like flashbacks. Right. <laughs> flashbacks from like, because when my when my dad DEAs you, he's like, huh. <laughs> he's like, Four times a day, just like electroshock therapy. I, one reason why I don't, a lot of people who are involved in my life complain that I don't get back to them. Um, and I'm sure it's because I don't get back to them. Um, the, uh, uh, I, I, there's too many demands on me, right? Mm -hmm. and, and just, I mean, and just like, and, but part of that is, is PTSD from, I guess, a relationship, a bad relationship. Mm -hmm. But, and, and it was pre, it, pre, it was post. Cell phones, because I don't turn the, I put no notification on that I have a text message. So I frequently miss them, right? Especially if a mm -hmm. number of them come out, I don't, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and because the buzzing sound is like your dad bursting through the door. Oh, that's interesting. Like when I've got the phone in my pocket and it buzzes, I'm like, what is it now? <laughs> that's really funny. Right? And, and with that girl, it was, it, it was just never good news. Mm -hmm. It was always where are you? Why'd you do this? Yeah. You know, you know why are you making me suffer? Okay, let's go through uh, uh, text stories because buzzing, not buzzing, notifications, 
That's the target yeah, I just happened here. I just had to turn my phone off. I have my phone on today because there was some call that I needed to know. But it is very rare, and it's still on, and I have these notifications of news. I don't like those either. I don't need CNN to like, hey, look at your phone. You know, yeah, I got it. I know how to get news. I don't need your help. Um, and uh, uh, But even that little ling, ling, mate, like you're telling the story, and I'm like, oh, Jesus, what is it? Yeah. yeah, I know, right? Okay, so YouTube guys, uh, we got to let you go. TYT.com slash join uh, to become a member, get the full hour and a half of this program. Uh, so now uh, you can do a free trial and you go nuts in the old school archives, go back years and years. TYT.com slash trial to get a free week, okay, and try out Young Tourist membership. Okay, so um, I, I am very mixed on notifications. Uh, I Some notifications I can't stand and, and I've gotten in trouble with my family over it. Uh, and some notifications I love. So the the, the can't say, like, my family had uh, a, a group, um, a group text or whatever for a while, and they're, you know, Hassan's part of my family. So maybe 28 texts in a row about, right. and each one's a word, right? I, you know, ding, I, like, ding, am, ding, like, having, a, a what, ding, what, dinner. What's his thing? A, I'm a, uh, Phodologist, uh, 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 it's a, he's a bit of a syndicalist. <laughs> he's a bit of a syndicalist, <laughs> but not quite a dengist. Right, not a dengist. I ding am ding a ding dengist. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and the but it's not just Haas. It's it's the young people. They love multiple texts, mm -hmm. and I and and they'll have no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah, and he, they lived in Turkey too. Uh, grew up in Turkey largely, right? Yeah, so, my nephews. Yeah, and, and, including Hassan. And, and yeah. they they text. They've always texted more in Europe than here. Right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. That's right. But it'll be like one word, three words, seventeen words, back to three words. No rhyme yeah. or reason. Nope, nope. Not, okay, not a world I'm in, uh, want to live in. <laughs> and so one time I had to tell my family, guys, I love you, but this thing's going off nonstop at work, and I'm in meetings. So it's going, ding, 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 ding. And even if I mm. turn the volume off, it's got other issues. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna get out of this group for a sec, okay? And you could do that. You can. Right? I don't know. I don't remember the yeah. technical thing. Like it's you could, yeah. Uh, 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 Larry saying that you can get out. Yeah. Of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he's Larry. No, he's Craig. I, Craig, I know. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, well, I don't know if you could go back in because my family was so upset with me. Right? No, it's it's it, they it's, didn't let me back. No, it's in. incredibly. Michael uh, bowed out of like some funny group text that we were in about like I don't know, started on fantasy football and then it's just making fun of people or whatever. And, yeah. and I and I like you when it's your friends, I like those things. Yeah. When it's my family, I, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I had to say, hey guys, I got to get out of this thing for a second because of the work. And they're like, yeah, not interested in your bullshit work excuse. Right. It's obvious you hate us, right? And we now hate you in return. Okay. I was like, no, yeah, well, all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're at least we're done with that. Not, just for the record, that's not all bad news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. And obviously they didn't say it that way, but we I know. You, right. We know. Okay. Mm. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Twitter has my favorite notification of all time. Which is what? Which is, you might think, Twitter, of all things to get notified on. It couldn't be worse. Yeah, I, I got some notifications on Twitter for a while and then I killed them. No, I love the notifications. The notifications on Twitter is when a, a blue check follows you or, or, or mentions you. Or follows, it. replies, uh, likes, or retweets. Right. So you okay. see when important people, uh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
It's unbearable, and I love it. Yeah, of course, of course, okay. of course. There was a great, that, that joke at the uh, Oscars, what's it, John Mulaney, right? Comedian, he was out there, and he was out there with Aquafina, I think. Is uh -huh. that right? Do I have that right? Uh, yeah. So he was out with Aquafina at the Oscars. Aquafina is a person? Aquafina is a, a person. It's also, a, you know, an ice cold, uh, a, a bottled water. That's um, right. That's, I did not, see, I'm losing track. Like, I don't know if it's 21 Savage or Savage 21. I don't know if it's Aquafina <laughs> or. Oh, yeah. I don't know about 21 Savage. Or, Evian or um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Aquafina is the uh, Asian comedian who is uh, she was in. Uh, really? Yeah, and she Aquafina is was, a person. She sort of stole and is Asian. She didn't steal Crazy Rich Asians, but she sort of crushed it. You would say she was. That's right. No, no, no. I now I know who you're talking yeah. about. She was the friend. She's the wacky friend. Yeah, she. Yeah, she, she's 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 funny. She mugged it. She didn't steal it. She, she mugged it. She didn't steal it because I think that it's unfair to. There were a couple other people who were very good at it. So I that's, right. Um, that's right. And I. Uh, like the mom, yeah. That was she? She? She also? She yeah. also? Uh, Is there such a thing as a light larceny? Did I make yeah, that sure, up? Sure, she light. But anyway, Aquafina was very funny, and she is very funny. But she went out there with John Mulaney, and he he said words to the effect of like, "I I want these people to like me to an un, a, to a degree that makes me uncomfortable." Like yeah. the people in the room, yeah, and that yeah. that's you know, and instantly he just said it's a very simple line, and it just hit on this truth that every one of us. You know, it's be like, yeah, look who's following me on Twitter. <laughs> right, oh, yeah, 100%, right? And you know, 100%. as I'm saying it and turning the phone toward my wife, I'm like, I am about to make myself slightly less attractive to you. Look who's following me on Twitter. <laughs> you know, I know it. I get it. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay, but we have to do it because it's too tempting. It's really tempting, yeah. But I don't have that notification, which is probably a blessing. Yeah, and uh, love it. So, uh, but I mean, that said, when I go to my mentions, obviously I just go right to the. I mean, I do it myself. I just you, know, you go to your mentions. You can just go to the verified mentions. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. That's essentially. I just I essentially have the same notification. I just have to manually do it rather than yeah get the notification. And guys, we're hundred percent aware that this conversation is unbearable. Oh, so let's just it's unbelievable. Let's just move it's the on worst. from from that. Uh, I I think that if you're self aware of a significant flaw that you have, it's less of a flaw, right? The, the self awareness mitigates uh, what a douchebag you are. Okay, I think that's just a fact. So, uh, in, in terms of the notifications, um, this can't be true. What's that? <laughs> this the most recent mentioned. It was the most recent uh, blue check mention that I have mentions you two, and it's a Young Turks tweet. Jank um, Uger, Ben Mankiewicz, and Michael Shore coming up on old school for members. Michael was supposed to be here, but uh, called away by the. But he's Michael Shore. Well, and and in his defense, the news made today by Michael Cohen has just made his presence. Requested more than usual for the news organization he works for. Big yeah, news. he works for I twenty four, and he big, had to go. That's big, totally okay. Big news yeah. day. So that tweet has been uh, uh, retweeted eight times and liked thirty three times, including once by Lance Reddick, the basketball player. No, that's JJ Reddick. But you know Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick was on the Wire. Yeah, he played. What was his name? He was the, he was the cap not bum no he's the captain, captain. yeah or lieutenant yeah um, okay did we interview him because we interviewed a couple of guys from did the interview wire back there no oh, but, but Les like, Reddick, I yeah. love Les Reddick. And he's on right he's, <laughs> and, he, and he's on Bosch now uh -huh. uh, on Amazon which is great what was his name on uh, the wire um, yeah I forgot uh, you remember we interviewed the lieutenant there was a, a the, the white guy, uh, and then remember, it turns out he was like an accountant until he was in his 50s and then went to an audition and got into acting. And then he was had a great, great role in the early years of The Wire. 
And we interviewed Omar too, and he told us how he got the. Scar oh, he told us how he got the scar. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was great. Yeah, yeah. it was great. Um, He's the original. Here come Omar. Before here come Ojeda. And I think if I'm, I'm gonna, I can't remember anybody's remains uh, name, which is strange considering how much we all. Uh, he played Cedric Daniels, Lieutenant Cedric that's Daniels. It, that's it. But he also he read. I remember when I saw like uh, some thing that the Wire did. He read for Bubbles first. Remember What's Bubbles, Bubbles? The, the sort of informant drug druggy, uh-huh. like really skinny guy. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's also, right. also a great actor, played by Andre Royo, um, and uh, and and Reddick read for that role, but then ended up getting Cedric Daniels, and he's great on Bosch. He's a great actor, but but like so, like that fact that. He liked, like, he's like, oh, great. Ben, Jenk, and Michael are on old school. It has to be an accident. <laughs> so, but that leads it perfectly into my two stories. One, you said, you know, you're forgetting names, et cetera, and I forgot Lance Reddick's name. Um, and when you said John Mulaney uh, came out with Aquafina, I was like, man, he's been running for president for quite some time, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh. And I was like, right, Delaney, that's John Delaney, right, okay. So uh, now, uh, in terms of the notifications, uh, that's how I got Adam McKay on the show. Because a guy named Adam McKay kept retweeting me and liking my tweets, and I'm like, and I didn't know Adam, which is right. a crime, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. And then I, I looked him up, and I'm like, holy sh-. Right. Oh my, does anybody know who this guy is? <laughs> right. This guy's amazing. He did Anchorman, he did Anchorman 2, he did Talladega Nights, he did Step Brothers. Uh, he like ha, more than half the, of the great great Will Ferrell movies, and he did Big Short. Right. And then later, I found out that he was a head writer for Saturday Night Live for all those years. He that he, and I didn't find out until he came on the show that he had created Upright Citizens Brigade. Right. I didn't know that. And then he did Succession, and then he did Vice. So once I found out, and that's if it wasn't for the notifications on Twitter, I, I probably would have never found. Out. I didn't even know there was a verified mentions thing. Right. So I'm like. Yes, right? And then he came on and we had a great time, wonderful, right? The other day, Sarah Silverman retweeted me. I was like this to anybody, like here, Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman, Sarah Silverman just retweeted me. I met one like from Sarah Silverman and I've met her twice. And when I met her, she's like, wait a minute, we know each other, right? We're friends, right? This yeah. is funny, right? And I go, no, it's just Twitter. And she goes, oh yeah, you, yeah. You, you're around my tweets. You're around my tweets. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. That's Is there right. anything better yeah. than being around her tweets? Yeah, but there's been no, uh, there's been no follow. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no, you didn't get the follow. No. I don't even check, yeah. I don't, I'm so happy. No, I, okay, yeah. you're too busy. Yeah. yeah, but you know what happened today? And it, and it also gives you a little bit of information too. Um, uh, so uh, I tweeted about the Michael Cohen hearings and saying, you know, and I jumped right on top of it because I was so like, Taken aback by it when Mark Meadows brought in Lynn Patton, mm-hmm. an African American woman who works for Trump, and just had her stand there. Stand awkwardly behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm pretty sure when you're trying to make a point about how Trump's not racist and you use an African American woman as a prop. Felt, uh, it felt like one could, one could see how that was being used as a prop. Yes. And I said, that would be ironically racist. And here's what happened next um, Sean King uh, immediately. Um, uh, retweeted it, okay? Now, Sean briefly worked with us. Sean's mm-hmm. a great guy, obviously, wonderful progressive activist, etc., and and really well-known in, in the African-American community, yeah. especially among activists, etc. So then when he retweets you, there's a Sean bump, right? So then there's a boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, and then, and then next- Yeah, he has like, he's a, he's a, 
He has a huge, gigantic social media presence. Yeah, and next thing you know, a couple hours later, congressmen start saying, um, it seemed like you were using her as a prop. Mm. Okay, now is that connected? No idea. I, I, I suspect other, I thought it, I, that was one of the few things yeah, I saw. Yeah, so I, would, I suspected no, Anna or John was like, no, prop's kind of an interesting word. Yeah, probably, right? And I have no idea and it doesn't matter, okay? But at least like it gives you a little buzz like, hey, did I have one eight percent, three percent to do with that? Right? And probably even if they did see it, they probably saw it from Sean's retweet, right? Yeah. But but Rashida Talib follows me and a couple obviously and a couple of others and stuff. So I don't know, it's fun. It's a fun game. Unlike fun John's game. game where you know there's no rules. Everybody can be on your cards. <laughs> when Vivian comes in and ruins it by yeah. taking everybody's cards. With their tattoos. <laughs> So yeah, and, and Adam Green's nice. So Adam, did you see Adam Green destroy Tucker Carlson? The I other did. Day? I happened to see Adam Green destroy Tucker Carlson at, shortly after seeing the uh, Dutchman destroy Tucker Carlson. Yes, but yeah. uh, the Dutchman, I see. I think Adam did an infinitely better job, and I, I'm I'm surprised you haven't already agreed with me. <laughs> okay. um, I thought like the, you haven't preemptively agreed with me because Rucker uh, Bregman, I like him, and he's a ballsy, smart, correct. Who? What? Rucker Bregman. Oh, that's who it was. The Dutchman, yeah. Do you think you'll know who that who that is in six months? I I, I mean, no disrespect to to if it, the I, over under you you are correct that the over under is six months. Yeah. Right. If if you said seven months, I'd say no way, no way. Five <laughs> It'd be months, funny to just uh, if we could remember to ask. What is it? It's the uh, end of April, so at the end of August. Who was the Dutch guy who? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's why. Like the, around Labor Day, I'm going to ask you. That's yeah. why. Speaking of games and how much we like games, that's why the name game is one of the best games ever. Uh, so where you write down the names of celebrities, fictional characters, etc. And, and uh, so, because then you get to put all those old names. You put Rucker Bregman in. Yeah. Eighteen months from now, people are like, wait, <laughs> I know that. Who is that? And so then when I, you I was going to suggest that those guys play that game, but I I even started to say it, and then I was like, this is just going to make me seem old to this group of people. Yeah, it's possible, but nah, everybody loves name game, even if they're. Uh, but humbuggy, humbuggy about it in no, the beginning. Once it starts, once it starts, you can't. Are you are you kidding me? Do you have any idea how much John Iderola would love the name game? Oh, John, I, I get, but you're but, more worried about Milton. I was more, I was definitely, <laughs> I was definitely worried about Milton. Yeah, okay. I, but I'm curious. Like, we should, we should do a. a, a, a you should organize or, or have organized. We should be a Young Turks day where that game is played and we tell people to play. We take. Yeah, over. yeah. Well. You weren't with us, right? Uh, we went on a rafting trip once uh, mm -hmm. together, right? So this is super early days. There wasn't that many people that worked here, but there's this uh, there uh, these this couple that's wonderful, wonderful people. They've been members forever, and they're just uh, it's too cliche to say they they're like family, and it's too much of an exaggeration. But they're great people, and they asked us to go to Kern County where they live. There's kind of a remote mm -hmm. area. The drive in is like almost out of a movie. Like, especially since I'm a bad driver, there's like an 11 percent chance I fall off the cliff entering the valley. Right. right. I mean, it's a, like, it's, it's twisty and turny and mountainous, and and it's really narrow. Yeah. The road in, it's almost like a secret entrance. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the mountains, and then you get there, and it's gorgeous. It's wonderful, and they and they put us up, and they paid for the rafting. It was the mo among maybe the most generous thing uh, that we've ever experienced, and so bless their hearts, and so. We had a great time. We went whitewater rafting, and, and so Anna was on that trip. And then we played name game at night, and we played mafia at night. Mm -hmm. 
And so Mafia's an old school. I'm gonna interrupt for a second, because one of the games that they were recommended playing was called like, Who's Hitler? It wasn't called Who's Hitler? Secret Hitler, better name. Uh -huh. uh, Who's Hitler sounds fun. <laughs> Who's Hitler? <laughs> Welcome to Who's Hitler, everybody. Let's meet today's contestants. <laughs> Ironically, he's a Jew-hating white supremacist from Bremen, Germany. <laughs> or uh, ironically, up against Ben Magwitz. <laughs> the other guy, he's Hitler. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, Secret Hitler, and I was like, oh, I'm into Secret Hitler. Like, who doesn't want to play that game, right? That sounds interesting. By the way, they, the guys in Charlottesville are like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Secret Hitler is is mafia. Uh -huh. It's just you identify who's a fascist, who's a commie, who's a liberal. Uh, you know, who mm -hmm. is uh, apolitical and then ultimately of the fascists, who is the leader, who's Hitler? Right now, uh, and I know this because it came up as a notification, Sebastian Gorka is retweeting this as we speak. <laughs> totally He's yeah. like, oh, they're onto something. Right. They're onto something here at the. I have school. one question about this Who's Hitler game. Can everyone be Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> or then, or yeah. can I be Hitler every time? Every time. Either one, one of these. I do not want to play the game if I am not Hitler. <laughs> If I'm not Hitler, I mean Adolf Hitler. <laughs> if I'm not the Führer, I mean uh, Hitler. <laughs> so, uh, Ant Mafia is a game where there's three mafia and a uh, like, you know, depending on how many people you're playing with. But let's say nine citizens, if you got a big group, and you got to figure out who the mafia is, and it's uh, and you have almost no clues, and you just have to figure it out based on how people are lying, right? Right. Yeah. It's a game designed to have people lie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and deduce who's lying based on what is in the beginning no clues and then eventually you know sliver of clues and pieces mm -hmm. together etc. I I have to be honest I am excellent at that game. I'm not sure that anyone is as good at anything as I am at playing mafia. <laughs> now it's and you're not going to be surprised by the next fact. Uh, everyone finds me unbearable in that game. No. <laughs> <laughs> Even more so yeah. than normal me, and hence, oftentimes what will happen is Jack's mafia. Let's get rid of him. I don't care if he's mafia or a citizen. Let's, let's just, get, just rid get, right, get rid let's, of him. Okay, just vote him because if it turns out by some miracle that he is because the, the crowd votes on who to eliminate from the game. That's right, and they're like, I'm like, there's. We all have a quarter chance of 25% chance of being mafia. It's absurd to just vote me out of the game because this, I'm, I'm also, probably a citizen. The object of the citizens is to get rid of all the mafia members, then the citizens win. That's right. Yeah. And so I'm also an excellent citizen, so you wouldn't want to get rid of me because I'm excellent at being able to tell but people. But they can't lives. bear you, and it's a game. People are supposed to have fun, so they just vote you out. Yeah, and they you, think. Because you ruin the game. Yeah, Steve O's <laughs> uh, main point is, and of course he likes to eliminate me first, mm -hmm. um, is. Look, guys, if it turns out Jenks is a citizen and he winds up helping us win, good, fine, okay. But if it turns out he's mafia and he wins, the risk of that is like too great. And and it's not that the risk is too great; it's that the the, the pain, pain, the pain that we too unbearable. It's too if, unbearable. We yeah. cannot take that risk. Yeah, even if it's a one percent risk, we cannot take that risk. I think that I could get a solid groundswell of support in playing mafia here to do the same to Steve. Like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna eliminate Jenk, and then you know what? We're gonna turn around and eliminate Steve, and then we're gonna have some fun. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know who would be in on that? Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Milton, yeah. Vivian, yeah. Merle. That's right. All that. <laughs> They're like, yep. Uh, Steve, out, yep, out, yep, out of yep, the game. Yep, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Steve O first, <laughs> Jank second. They will take care of Jank. That's right. Yeah.
And despite that unbelievable disadvantage, I still win in Mafia. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we played it. Just real quick, the problem with Mafia, as people can tell them this, is that for people who don't know how to play, and I would need a refresher course, is the explanation of the rules is pretty unbearable. Yeah, it does take a little yeah, while. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. You really, it's like my dad. You got to get through the, yeah. the DEA stuff and the birthday. Well, uh, there are nine citizens and three mafia, and then nobody knows who's what. You draw it from straws, and then you all have a conversation, look around. Then it's nighttime, and everybody drops their head, but you look up. The mafia looks up, and they see you, the other mafia, and then you talk some more, and you have a vote, and you're like, what? What? what, what back up. What the hell is know, ben, ben, it's now daytime. You're yeah. like, what? That's yeah. <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, but if you get through all that mm -hmm. and you make it to the end, well, then you love my dad, right? right and you love right. mafia. Yeah, that's right. you yeah, can't yeah, get yeah. Her, uh, it, it is fun. I've enjoyed playing. It. Yeah. So uh, uh, Anna uh, is, uh, of course, miserable at mafia because she has the worst poker face in the world, and she can't lie. So, and it's super obvious that she can't lie. So if she's mafia, she's like, uh, "No, I'm not mafia. I'm a citizen." <laughs> <laughs> and I think if I remember right, and she'll tell me because she watches old school, but but she was like after we played, she's like, oh, so you're a sneaky one. <laughs> <coughs> but we should play the name game with people here because it's good, it's generational. Like we would not know many of the things they brought up. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, and my favorite name that I love to put in the name game is Donato Dalrymple. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So he was the fisherman that uh, rescued Elian Gonzalez and then held on to him in the closet when the literal feds uh, burst in, knocked down the door, and were uh, and grabbed Elian Gonzalez from his uh, uncle's house in uh, Little Havana, okay, in Miami. Ben, uh, what was the cousin's name? Um, that Donato Del Rupo was clearly in love with, but we never followed up to see if that how that so far. Marisol Gonzalez, Mar Mary, Mary, Mara. So close. What is it? Maris Lasis. Maris Lasis Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Mm. <laughs> Jesus, that was oh my god, that was 19 years ago, maybe 20. Oh my god, we're so old! <laughs> Holy cow, we're old. So it was like yesterday. So my brother, who you may know, uh, you may know this about him. You obviously know him. is a, a great game player and and has a uh, probably a better recall than you. And you're an A recaller, you know. Mm -hmm. But his recall is still it's just outstanding of what he knows and names and the East sports guys, you know, Rams players from the 1970s and anybody who was in the news for a brief period of time, like Maris Laces Gonzalez. He just he knows, mm -hmm. but he is the most impatient. So in celebrity, you're on a team, everybody has picked 150 names randomly thrown into a bowl and then you pick them out and you gotta get your teammates to guess the name, the two other people on your team or three other people, whoever many it is, in a minute, as many as you can get in a minute, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't obviously use the name to have them get it and you can't say like, rhymes with lank cougar, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can't do any of that. So, Josh will come up with someone like uh, Fanny Fox, who um, was uh, the, in a sex scandal in 1974 with Congressman Wilbur Mills, and they like uh, they were pulled over at uh, two o'clock in the morning, and they were like in the tidal basin, or they ra she ran away from the cops naked and jumped in the tidal basin. It was a huge story in 1974. So he'll put her in, and obviously no one 
knows who that is now, right? And the way you would get it is like, okay, first name is Fanny. You'd be like, okay, first name is like a, a, a British nickname for your butt, yeah, right? Right. You know, and uh, and you could even say that name rhymes with the uh, uh, first name, and you'd of uh, you'd use somebody named Danny, right? First name mm-hmm. of who somebody uh, named. Uh, Danny. Uh, Oakley, uh, Western Star, her first. Right, sure, sure. R- 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 rhymes with the g- g- gun shooter of the Old West, Blank Oakley. And they go, yeah. Annie, Fanny. Right. And then, uh, but my brother will go, she was uh, the congresswoman, she was the stripper who was with Wilbur Mills, right? Yeah. And, you know, Milton and Craig and Larry, they're like, <laughs> I don't know who Wilbur Mills is, man, because <laughs> I'm not uh, 60. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and they're like, Wilbur Mills. She was the stripper with Wilbur Mills, my brother will say. And they're like, I don't know. She jumped into the tidal basin. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll go, I, I don't know. And he's, I, well, we, we can't get any. <laughs> and he just gives we up. We can't get any. He just gives up. And there's like 37 seconds left. And you're like, what, what about trying to sound out? They don't know. They don't know. I can't. They don't know. They don't know. To fix the whole point of the game. Yeah, they don't know. She was in the title basin with Wilbur Mills. <laughs> I can see Josh doing Yeah, it's that. great. It's, it's great. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know. I can't help it. <laughs> and like the people on the team feel like this degree of shame over not knowing something they have. No business knowing. Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> it's, so uh, I uh, like to go on a theme sometimes, and and I, I call it what <coughs> Ben just called a celebrity. It's the same game, name game, celebrity. Yeah, yeah, thing. whatever. Yeah, same okay. Game, yeah. Uh, so uh, Wilbur Mills, and then I'll go on a Wilbur run. I'll mm-hmm. be like Wilbur Mills, Wilbur Ross. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we played a lot and put the same people in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, You're the only guy who's ever played and put Gulbatan Hek Maktiar in. That's, that's right. Well, yeah. well known Afghan warlord. Yeah. <laughs> and the problem is, you go, well known Afghan warlord. People don't know. It like, sounds like, yeah, no, this one we're not going to get. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I have to, yeah. There's only, yeah. Yeah. If you had gotten it in some uh, Middle Eastern, I'd be like, Gulbatan Hek Maktiar. Right. The, and the, 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 the joy is seeing you put in that name and then you having to. Do it with your teammates who can't possibly get it. That's, That's right. It. Yeah. And I remember the funny thing is I would talk about uh, this from the <laughs> 2001 war against Afghanistan. Uh, that, by the way, is still going. Right. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is also amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would I would put in a, a warlords from Afghanistan like. Uh, Gulbuddin Hekmatyar and Rashid Dostum and stuff mm-hmm. until they became like old friends. That's right. Yeah. And so when one of them passed away a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, we mm. lost Rashid Dostum. <laughs> oh my God, that's so sad. <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute, how does a warlord last that long? Right. Yeah. He must have been a, either a terrible warlord or a great warlord. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. There are no warlords in the middle. No, that's right. That's, that's right. Like nobody ever says, uh, Rashid, he's a mediocre warlord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that who died, Rashid Dostum? I I think I think so. Yeah. I can't look it up because I can't spell it. Okay, a friend of mine in in Turkey. This is an inappropriate story. This is the second time I'm ever going to tell it. It's probably going to get me in trouble at some point. But uh, a friend of mine uh, was intoxicated in Turkey, and he's like, and he calls me, and he's like, Jenk, 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 he's here. And I'm oh, like, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, who's here? Right? He's like, the guy. The guy is here. And this was, I guess, at early 2002, to give you context, right? He's like, the man with the beard. I'm like, what the f- is Fidel Castro doing in Turkey? <laughs> right? And so he's like, no, the other beard, the beard. I'm like, like, 
And then I finally figured out who he's talking about. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> he's because he was my friend was at a resort town in, in Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. I'm like, and obviously he's talking about bin Laden, right? And I'm like, bin Laden did not, not go to a resort town <laughs> in the Mediterranean. Yeah. Okay, no. that's not what happened. With the world looking for him. Yes. He's like, shush, shush, shush. <laughs> we are on international call. They will figure it out. I'm like, I got news for you. They already figured it out. Yeah. And you know what happened? They already had a conversation. Obviously not him. The dude's drunk. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Gul, I found him uh, for uh, Gulbuddin uh, Hekmatyar, um, whose name is pretty much spelled as it as it as sounds. it looks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as it sounds. Yeah. Is an Afghan politician uh-huh. and former warlord. So he's out of the warlording business. <laughs> That's another thing I didn't know you could be, a retired warlord. Yeah, I'm out of the warlording game. <laughs> okay, um, hey, how you doing? Good, good, uh, so you wanna go grab a pastrami sandwich over at the deli? Yeah, uh, what, what'd you used to do? I was an accountant, what'd you do? Oh, I was a warlord. <laughs> But that's a tough racket. <laughs> I did some. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I retired a couple of years back, man. Uh, you know what? I wasn't actually even that good a warlord. I was kind of a mediocre warlord. That's why I'm retired now. Boy, he. Uh, <laughs> the New York Times once described Hekmatyar as perhaps the most brutal of a generally brutal group. Man, that's a pretty good description. Like, if you're going to go warlord, you want that description. Yeah, I mean, it's oh, like. Oh, but he's got that hanging on the wall, right? They're like, what? What is this? What English writing here? And he's like. It says, I am most brutal of all you brutal motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you're a warlord, that goes on your grave, right? That goes on your tombstone. Look at this. In, on September 22nd, 2016, Hekmatyar was pardoned by the Afghan government as part of a peace deal. I don't remember any of this. Uh, between the Hezbi-e-Islami and the government. Deal also allows for that group's prisoners and the return of Hekmatyar to public life. Deal led to a group of young activists to organize a protest against the pardoning less than a mile away from the ceremony. But they were all murdered. <laughs> right. <laughs> Human Rights Watch called the deal an affront to victims of grave abuses. I'm going to guess that Human Rights Watch is correct. Yeah. yeah. Could you, but now Gulbuddin Hekmatyar, apparently, and I didn't know this and I love that you looked it up, is now a politician. So is there a Well, he'd been president before. I, he, but now he lives in, it appears he lives in Kabul. So, but I'm greatly amused by. Uh, the gentleman from Kandahar. Okay. Uh, well, uh, the Honorable Hakmatyar says, we need compromise. Okay. Right. We are missing centrism of the past. Everybody's too radical now. <laughs> you can't talk to the kids. Uh, Milton says he's uh, all the way to the left. Merle is always to the right. Okay. Can't we all get along? The. Uh, um, the the talk of the you said it there the gentle lady and the gentleman talk when it got heated today between who got mad at Mark Meadows today uh, Rashida Tlaib when Rashida Tlaib accused Mark Meadows of being a racist and that's what she did and then she yeah she backtracked because there's no she backtracked with a wink she's she like I yeah. already got you some bitch right that's okay. right yeah um, and then uh, and 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 in his sort of fake befuddlement Elijah Cummings helped. Yeah. You know, sort of is like, uh, did she, I didn't, did she call? Because, you know, you're one of my best friends. I don't know, people probably don't know that, you know. Yeah, I said, Mark, I got nothing but love you. We, we eat, you know, we go to the deli all the time with Gulbuddin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're, we're good, we're good. I think, did I she, don't think she said you. She said she, you. Yeah. And, and Rashida was like, no, I said someone. <laughs> someone <laughs> who might call a Trump official and have him sit and stand next to them yeah. and not say anything. 
Could have been anyone. <laughs> it's just, it's a tough moment when you're like, you know, when the guy's like, he's like, you know, my nieces and nephews are people of color. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. here we go. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some so, of my best nieces. Yeah, <laughs> I said some of my best yeah. nephews yeah. on the show. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, we, of course, found a tape of him, one of our members did, uh, uh, from 2012 saying, let's send Obama back to Kenya. I'm not sure his niece or nephew was in the audience when he said that. Mm -hmm. So, but he's not. He never does. He doesn't do anything racist. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, it's, he knows a lot of black people, and they often stand next to him. Yeah, boy, I just this. Um, I mean, the Cohen hearings. That was just. Uh, I mean, we have a, the the number of of, of dummies who, representing uh, us in the in the Congress is really staggering. Yeah, no, it's it's not a good percentage. Yeah, I mean, just really wildly. I mean, there were a couple of like. Like that, um, one of the Republicans was a prosecutor from somewhere. He'd been a lawyer when he talked about, oh, how quickly Michael Cohen uh, revealed that he'd uh, hand over tapes, yeah, which yeah, would yeah. violate. Like I thought, that's a nice point. Yeah, you're making like that guy, not an idiot. Yeah, you know, I don't like him, but he's not an idiot. That's right. Uh, Two quick things that we're gonna let the podcast go, but I wanna conclude as always for the podcast. So the one with guy was Higgins, and he was also a former prosecutor. He's a Republican. Is that the guy with the vest? The, and vest, the jacket? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, he was already character. He was like, he can't understand a word he says. Yeah, and the good Lord says that mm -hmm. it should be open minded and open hearted to you, and the saver is blah, 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 blah right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, uh, okay, wait, is he, I, for a second I was like, is he Republican or Democrat? Is he on his side or <laughs> not? I can't quite tell, right? And then he's like, but I, here, here's what I do know, okay? Uh, people would often come to me as, uh, when I was prosecuting, contract like you, remorseful. And then they'd turn around and go back to their old life. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I was like, well, actually, that, I'm amused by this guy, but that's true. Right, right? sure, yeah, of course, yeah. And uh, so, but apparently uh, at one point, and I have to confess I missed it, because I was probably talking over it, but uh, he, he said, I didn't know who you were until today. I was like, oh, and all of Twitter flipped out. Right. And I saw Higgins trending, and I was like, Higgins is trending? Why is Higgins trending? And I looked into it. I'm like, you didn't know who Michael Cohen was until today? <laughs> oh my God. Right. That's just, you, that's like, like I mean, what Kevin Kandahar have you been hanging out with Hekmatyar in? Right, yeah. How could you not know who Michael Cohen is? You're a congressman. You're a congressman for the last two years during the post 2016 election. I mean, it's just, it, you, uh, there's willful ignorance, but it gives you an idea of what he's reading, right? I guess. I mean, if it's true. If it's true. If, if it's true, he does not read the New York Times or the Washington Post, ever, under any Or anything. Or I mean, anything, but I mean, I could see where for a while, like if you're just reading sort of radical right-wing tombs, you know, that Michael Cohen's not in them, or, you know, for a long time he wouldn't have been. Uh, yeah, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm amazed. He's just made, he's got a decision of what this is, a witch hunt against a good man, uh -huh. right? Uh, and that's it. I mean, but that is a that is embarrassing to the people of wherever, where is Higgins from? Uh, no idea, didn't look it up. Uh, <clears throat> but every Republican sounded like they were Southerners. Not everyone was, right, but did. everyone sounded like they were Southerners. But Ex Higgins definitely sounded like a Southerner. And, I, and I, so last thing on this is I would love to have been in that staff meeting. Where they're like, is it, yeah, good. Like, now we have a hearing tomorrow. I hear, uh, what's it about? Oh, it's it's uh, Michael Cohen's testifying. It's a pretty big deal, Congressman. We're gonna have to get ready for this. He's like, really? Who's Michael Cohen? And his staffers must have been like, what? 
what the f <laughs> We're working for a guy who doesn't know who Donald Trump's personal attorney was that turned on him and has now implicated him in several federal crimes? All right, okay, well, uh, this is a little awkward, but uh, Congressman Higgins, here's who Michael Cohen is, and you might wanna catch up on, so I don't know, the last 25 years. So you're positive this guy said I've never heard of him? Yeah, that's what, I, I didn't hear it myself, but it, that's what it's quoted as in articles. Okay, well, the, oddly enough, Fox News, their story on it doesn't include that on Higgins. Ha, right. Odd enough. Ha, yeah, uh, so uh, he is Clay Higgins from, uh, Louisiana, Mr. Cohen, it's in my heart to tell you, sir, that I'm sorry for what your family is going through. The word tells us clearly that a man's mouth is his destruction and his lips are the snare of his soul. Yeah, that's it, I, yeah. Mean, come on. Uh, I already hated him and loved him at the same time. I've arrested several thousand men, he was also a cop. I've arrested several thousand men, you remind me of, one, uh, you remind me of many of them, like the ones who immediately became humble and remorseful at the time that they're actually booked and while incarcerated are quite penitent. Higgins said he foresees Cohen following the path of many of those former inmates, and they return to their former cells when they're back on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he also said that he blamed the committee's Democratic majority, led by Elijah Cummings, as shepherding, quote, an attempt to injure our president. Yeah, well, you could tell that he doesn't know what's happening for the last 20 years because he had a vest on from 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay, podcast, much love, guys. TYT.com slash join. Uh, for everybody else, I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna go back to Hekmat Yar and what he's secretly thinking in the Afghan parliament. Thanks for listening to this free clip of Old School. To get the full episodes and more exclusive content, become a TYT member today. You'll love it. Join now at tyt.com slash join.